In the folklore of all continents, there is found a memory of the ancient land that sank beneath the waves, and of a righteous survivor. The Babylonians called him Zesudra, or Zesutras, son of Oliartes. The Chinese called him Yao, or Fohi. The Indians called him Satyavatra, the sun-born monarch. The Greeks and Egyptians called him Atlas, eldest son of Cleto and Poseidon. Others called him Prometheus, Deucalion, Heuth, Incaucus, Osiris, Dagon. Many would say that these are parallel accounts, arising from similar but not identical sources, whether those sources are ancient storytelling traditions, moralistic myths, or historical events. Anthropologists might call this an anogalous phenomenon. Many similar instances of a story genre arising from many analogous origins. Others would say that the traditions must share a common lineage, either a set of similar flood survival events experienced around the world during a time of great global inundation, such as the drawing to a close of the last great ice age approximately 10,000 years ago, or in the extreme, a single flood survival event experienced before the dispersion of modern humans across the globe. This is what anthropologists might call a homologous folkloric tradition, many diverse versions shaped by a single source. Among those tending to interpret the many flood stories as homologous are traditionalists within the three great Semitic religions, in order of appearance, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Among these three faiths, scholars have long been fascinated by the idea of identifying an actual geographical location for the resting place of a wooden ship supposedly built by the man we know as Noah, the revered prophet Noah, in Islam. Since the historical or anthropological significance of this global ancient story is also thickly overlain with religious significance, the search for the Ark has been conducted with passion, often by extremists, and ironically, since all three of these religions are supposed to be concerned with truth, with not a small degree of bias. Of course, there is bound to be disagreement when religion is involved. It is not at all far-fetched to suppose that for some at their respective extremes of various belief spectra, those disagreements may mingle with other dimensions of fanaticism to fuel extreme and hostile actions. There is above the country of Minyas in Armenia, a great mountain called Baris, where the story goes, many refugees found safety at the time of the flood, and one man, transported upon an ark, grounded upon the summit, and relics of the timber were for long preserved, this might well be the same man of whom Moses, the Jewish legislator, wrote. Nicholas of Damascus quoted by the Jewish historian Josephus sometime between A.D. 37 and 100. El-Yudi is a mountain in the country of Masur, and extends to Jazira ibn Omar, which belongs to the territory of El-Masil. This mountain is eight farsangs, about 32 miles from the Tigris. 
the place where the ship stopped, which is on top of this mountain, is still to be seen. Al-Mas'udi, Muslim historian, writing in A.D. 956. We flew down as close as safety permitted and took several circles around it. We were surprised when we got close to it, at the immense size of the thing, for it was as long as a city block and would compare very favorably in size to the modern battleships of today. It was grounded on the shore of the lake, with one-fourth under water. It had been partly dismantled on one side near the front, and on the other side there was a great doorway nearly twenty feet square, but with the other door gone. This seemed quite out of proportion, as even today ships seldom have doors even half that large.